Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter Lauer and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator podcast. Hunter Lowry here. I am a financial advisor in Northern California, and my goal is to help you to create a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. Holy moly, guys. (laughs) What a crazy past few days we've had. Waking up to the Red Sea yesterday, Monday the 24th, the market was down three to four percent throughout the different indexes in just a day. Uh, then it was, I mean, just horrible. Then a massive rebound and we finished positive. I mean, what in the heck is that all about? Wake up Tuesday today, the 25th, and everything's back down again. What in the world's going on here? You know, we've talked about the Fed, I mean, just a few times lately, huh? (laughs) And I think maybe we've covered rate hikes and maybe a few times we've talked about inflation as well. And if you turn on any financial station, you're going to hear all of that thrown around, which that's not going away anytime soon. But now we face another problem. The Pentagon just ordered 8,500 troops on high alert to potentially deploy to Europe as part of a NATO response with the concern that Russia could potentially make a military move on Ukraine. Well, the market doesn't love geopolitical uncertainty. So there's part of our whiplash going on. And in turn, we get more volatility. That just seems to be what the theme for this year is so far. So what will bring the volatility next? We can talk about current events and the Fed's dialogue all day long, but I want to talk about you. What are you currently feeling? Worried for the future of the year? Concerned that you need to be set up with a more conservative portfolio? Confident that your investments can handle the roller coaster ride we're on? Because this month, <laughs> it hasn't been like the local little ride at the fair where you can sit back, relax, and eat your popcorn while you're going over the little bumps. No, this has been like the Tower of Terror, taking us up and up and up. And then, you know, you get to the top and the windows, they open up and everyone looks around and they can say, oh, wow, you know, it's been a a beautiful journey up here. The view's great. Look how good my portfolio has been doing on this entire ride. I've made so much money. And then the second that word leaves your mouth, boom, the Tower of Terror, it drops. And now you're screaming, reaching for the handrail, clenching with all your strength, just waiting until it hits the bottom and you can get off this dang thing. At least that's how I felt on the Tower of Terror. One time, I only did it one time. I am the worst person to take to a theme park. You're going to have to drag me into every single ride. I will be kicking and screaming. I'll pout the entire time we're standing in line for three hours because I'm bored and freaked out at the same time. (laughs) Horrible. I rode the Tower of Terror once. It was a long time ago. And in the picture, I was gripping onto the seat so hard. My veins were popping out of my forearms. My face was all squinted up and it was just brutal. Not the most photogenic moment in the world, that's for sure. But that's the feeling a lot of investors are having this month, wishing that they got out of line in 2021 and just went home, never got on the ride this year. And I get that. It's a gut reaction. Who in the world likes to see their money being lost? Nobody likes that. 
first thing though that we need to do is get rid of the timing thought and the idea that you should have sold last year. Everyone always thinks that, well, I was almost gonna sell and if I would have, look how much better off I would have been or on the other side of the spectrum, I was almost gonna buy that position and I would have made so much money, why didn't I do that? All the should have, would have, could have. We got to avoid that. Look at how well you've done over the last few years. Your portfolio killed it. You've made a lot of money. And this month has not wiped away all those gains. At least it shouldn't have. For the get rich quick people, the GameStop short squeezers, the IPO chasers, and the home run hitters, January of 2022 feels like the Tower of Terror broke and the bottom just fell out of the ride, which is some serious nightmare fuel for me. <laughs> the thought of being on that ride where there isn't a floor and it just goes down and down and down and down and down until who knows when. Yeah, not for me at all. But this is why I'm so big on patience, on diversification, on long-term outlooks and not timing the market. I know you've heard me say that a thousand times now, but it's true. And when things get wild, it's a constant reminder. And it's something that's hard to remember and part of why having an advisor is so important. Remember when we talked about greed and fear a ways back. Those really are the two things that drive investors. Lately, the market's been so hot. Everyone has FOMO, fear of missing out, and has been getting greedy. And it's the conversation of, why aren't we making more? Why aren't we taking on more risk? Why don't we try some of these tech IPOs? Why don't we have more single stock exposure? Let's go buy Bitcoin. Then <laughs> the greed is chased off. The market falls. And just like hitting a light switch that fast, fear is in place. Why are we so overexposed? Why don't we have more bond protection? Where are my fixed products with a limit on what I can lose? Slow down the ride. And that is something we really need to avoid, flip-flopping back and forth between those two people and ping-ponging all over the investment spectrum. So the news is going to keep coming and the market will recover at some point. It always does. That's the good news. There has never been a ride where there was no bottom. Sometimes it's harder to see, but it's always there. So as you keep that in the back of your mind, what do you need to do to handle all this? Well, for most of you, the answer is nothing or make minor moves. I have made some minor adjustments to my models, but that's been happening over the last few months, not in a quick scattered way. And that's the point of being long-term diversified. We don't need to go in, sell a bunch of positions and, and, or in order to get our models back together. And the way that I do that is by using a core and satellite approach. Basically, without getting too far into the weeds about everything, the majority of a client's money, it goes into the core part of the model, which is designed to capture upside and provide downside protection. This is where the buoys are, the inflatable rafts. When the ship is sinking, this part of the model keeps things afloat. And then the satellite portion is a much smaller percentage of a client's portfolio. This is where I actually can go in and take advantage of some, some short-term, more opportunistic investment options. And this part of the por portfolio does hold some single stock positions, some more short-term plays, and helps provide some higher returns. Whereas the core part of the model has more of your ETFs and mutual funds for a more long-term diversified approach. And depending on the client's goals, their risk tolerance, their time horizon, all these sorts of things that you already know about, that's what determines the percentages that are allocated to each part of the model. So imagine now you're on the Tower of Terror, you get to the top, the window's open, the drop comes, and right as you start to panic, right as you would go scream and reach for the handlebar to give it the death grab, the ride just starts to slow down and your stomach goes back to where it belongs and your heart rate slows down. And now you can just coast down to the bottom and get off the ride easily. That's what you want to feel. That's what a core and satellite diversified model will do. 
And maybe for some of you, that doesn't sound fun. Maybe you actually like the fall of the Tower of Terror. But at least for your investments, this makes a lot more sense. <laughs> so if you want help, if you want to go over what your goals are, talk about your current financial position, talk about what your models look like, and talk about what you need to do in order to reach all of your goals, make sure you head over to my website at hunterlowry.com. You can book a strategy session right there on my personal calendar. I would love to meet you and love to help you out. All right, guys, it's a great day to have a great day. Take care, everybody. Bye.